Probably about uh, 30 people there. Yeah, and you just giant ride that wave all the way to the end. I really did, man. It's like you're the captain going down with that ship. Captain of the heart. Have you ever heard that song? No. Captain of the heart. Captain of her heart. I'm the captain of her heart. Had to wait another day for the captain of her heart. It's like an 80s like synth pop like one hit wonder song. Ooh. It's smooth as fuck. By double. Yeah, double. It's like, man, it's like a, it's a fucking jam. It was way past midnight and she still couldn't fall asleep. The night the dream was leaving, she tried so hard to keep. And with the new day's morning, she felt it drift away, not only for a cruise, not only for a day. When you said uh, drift away, it made me think of that song that I find absolutely <laughs> fucking obnoxious. Give me the beat, boys, and breathe my soul. I want to get lost in the rock and roll and drift away. Down, down, down. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I... I didn't think we'd ever be singing that song on here, but... Man, whenever I hear that song, like, start up, whether it's the original one or the cover by Uncle Cracker, (laughs) I hear the intro chords, and I'm like, no! Like, I'm just... My fist is clenched like Arthur. (laughs) Oh, man. Captain of the Heart, give me the beat, boys. Have you seen... Have you seen any of the YouTube videos lately that this guy has been making that... I sent you one, actually. You did? They're like mashup songs where they're like, it's uh, Smash Mouth, but it's blank. Like it, it... There she goes again. <laughs> there she goes. There, there she, she goes again. Man, I uh, I don't know what... Cat. what who, who sings that song? There she goes. Oh. I don't know. I feel like it's not Brian Adams, but it could be. It's it might be the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh. There she goes again. No, that's not. Oh, it's Sixpence None the Richer. They're oh. they're the band that sings "Kiss Me Down on the Moonlit Yeah, yeah. Um, it's that you can tell it's the same band now that I think about it. They sound very similar. I don't like either one of those songs, but anyways. Uh, I sent you the one uh, mashup video. It was the Drake and Josh theme song <laughs> over top of some like other popular uh, like pop rock t- type of thing. The but, Drake and Josh theme song. Yeah. Oh man, it was did like, I fan away? Fan away. Why do we keep singing that fucking song on this show? What the Drake and Josh? Theme yeah, song? that's like the third time we've sent. Uh, I don't think. One of the times I think was actually our lost podcast that got unfortunately uh yeah deleted. We, we've we've left it behind us. We're fine. <laughs> we'll never bring it up again. Definitely not. Oh. And if you open up your heart <laughs> Drake and Josh. It is kind of it is kind of catchy. Yeah, but it's oh yeah, it's bodies by drowning pool. <laughs> and then there's one under it that's bumped up and it's that guy William Morancy. He he makes a bunch of these mashup songs, and they're all pretty good. Oh, and, definitely check them out. Yeah. Um. But I'm thinking, man, that's like he's making like really cool videos, and unfortunately, he can't monetize any of that shit. Yeah, on he's YouTube. doing a lot of work that he can't get paid for. Yeah, he's just doing it for the love. Like, yeah, the love. It, it takes a musician and like the mind of an editor to like think of these because that's happened to me before where you know like you have a song stuck in your head and like all of a sudden you start singing another song <laughs> yeah like, like that, it turned it more like under the sea like didn't I do that one oh, time yeah. with the Disney songs <laughs> I don't know what you like it was like the line I was singing the Lion King theme song in one of the mm. Let's Plays and then Yeah, like, you were I, like you were like da 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 under the sea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, like that shit'll happen to me and I'm like, oh man, I need to like write this down. And I might have even jotted down somewhere like mashups that I thought of, but you know, they're 
pretty cool. Go uh, look up some of those William Morancy uh, vids. They'll, the last one I saw was my favorite by far because it's my favorite band, MGMT uh, Kids. If you remember... that's a good one oh man it made me so happy and like he took live footage from both of their like concerts them performing it and like match like oh so it's the live versions matched up uh not the audio but he took video oh okay of them like performing and dancing around and kind of crossfaded between them Mm -hmm. um yeah it made me so fucking happy so you know, word up to that guy. Um, maybe you could make one one day. Yeah, maybe. It just, man, it's, that's a lot of work. I don't know if I'd want to put that much work in either. I just want to run away. I mean, as, like, somebody that does editing, like, I could probably make it happen, but it'd have to be, like, a little side passion project. Yeah? Maybe. Do we have time for any more side projects here? The people also search for a podcast is the biggest side project of all time. Yeah. you One might call it a main project. Yeah, welcome the people also search for. <laughs> the main project where we find the answers to the life's greatest questions. Yeah, with the power of the internet. The almighty mighty Google the big, search box. The big G in the sky, yeah. and I'm not talking about God. Sorry, God. Or you, <laughs> or or if you shorten it, it could be Gog, and I mean that's more similar to God, you know. So because Google's becoming, I feel like Google's becoming a religion. I'm part of it. Mm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy into it that hard. I mean, I probably won't either. I just use Google because, you know, out of habit, I've used it since. I was a youngster, you know, pretty much since you, like, you know, I had AOL when I was a little kid, and that had its own, like, search engine. Yeah. But then when Google started getting big, that was kind of, like, the standard that, like, either that or Yahoo, but fuck Yahoo. But, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like we all know, though, it's like... Well, even before that, there was, like, Ask Jeeves and shit. Yeah, and but, like... Nobody's going to be going to bing.com to search, you know? Like Jonah they, Ray will. Really? Yeah, um, I remember he used to do commercials for bing.com. Yeah, and it's I just mean like there's nothing wrong with bing.com. It's like you're going to find a result that you're looking for, but Google is just the go-to. Google's like Google's like the one that's always around, like McDonald's. Google's like the McDonald's of the internet. Yep. It's like it's always there, it's always reliable. It's consistent, yeah, reliable. Yep. Um, Anyways, that's enough of sucking Google's dick. Yeah, I, I, have just gonna, I don't know what Bing would be. That probably Bing Bing's not very high up. They'd probably be like the like Carl's Junior or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's it's a metaphor that I personally don't have time for. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> uh, you know what I do have time for though. What do you have time for? Uh, clumsy segue. <laughs> we're talking about the circus today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about the circus amongst other things because now, we need something to live up, liven up the mood. Yeah, our last two pods were pretty dour. There should have been a hilarious lol episode in between those two, but but, but you know we don't mention those things no, again. The thing that shall never be spoken of. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the show that shall not be named. <laughs> shan't um so yeah uh did you ever go to the circus when you're a little kid i've been to the circus yeah i feel like i went a couple times but i feel like it's not that memorable like i feel like any experience where i smell animal feces prevalent in the air i'm like (laughs) "Eh, i'm over it you know yeah it's like that and then when Oh, it's like, you know, the events they'll have like downtown where they'll have like cops riding around on horses, like, oh, a, yeah. constable. like a constable. Yeah, he's like a constable riding around on a horse. But then there's horse shit all over downtown. Are you thinking, of a, are you thinking of a Canadian Mountie? Yeah, like, a, yeah. 
Yeah, like a constable. But a yeah. constable is a, a like a British police officer that has the hat. The, I just imagine cool the guys, the the police that ride horses to be constables. Like that's that's just it's like a slang term for me. It just means cop on a horse. Mm. But I know that that's probably not what it actually is. It's all right, Ryan. I mean, English is a fluid language. You know, you're you're yeah. We've got Urban Dictionary. You're allowed to you know make creative, take creative liberties. You know, yeah. It's like creating your own language that nobody understands. There's some creative things in the circus. There's like trapeze artists. That's and shit. true. And there's just like artists that make like the signs, like the circus signs. Oh yeah, that like to to bring you into the attractions. I I heard that like circuses aren't allowed to have animals anymore because it's like inhumane. So at all, you should just uh, ask what happened to circuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it's interesting because you don't hear about the circus anymore. Now you so. hear about like Cirque du Soleil and shit like that, like. I think like Ringling Brothers and stuff like I I don't even know if they if they do if they if that exists. Oh, what happened to the circus? Well, there's under people also ask there's why are circuses closing and that's we don't want to talk about that, but we could talk about the Ringling Brothers. So this did happen like two years ago. It says Ringling Brothers Circus closing after one hundred and forty six years. And uh, Barnum and Bailey said in a statement, the show will end a uh, 146-year run in May. Iconic Circus declined in recent years due to high operating costs and long, costly legal battles with animal rights groups, such as one to eliminate elephant acts. Oh, so they got in trouble with... <laughs> like PETA over having animals and then they had to close after 146 wow. years of operation. I like how that article says how PETA took down circus giant Ringling Brothers and it's on the PETA website. <laughs> like they're really they're really stroking themselves off they're with that themselves one. Themselves off. <laughs> it's okay. But uh we should look into what the circus was like before it closed. You know, the yeah, heyday of the when circus. When did it start? I, that's some... Oh, well, it says 104 after... But that's Ringling Brothers Are we about to do specifically. Math? Yeah, that was... Uh, I mean, that it might it might have started out as, like, old, like, uh, carnivals, you know? How they had, like, the the Barker with, like, the big mega, megaphone type of thing. Yeah, come one, come all. Come see the amazing... Strong freak of man. nature. <laughs> <laughs> he can lift over fifty pounds of dumbbells in each hand. <laughs> over fifty pounds. Yeah, <laughs> that was like an astonishing feat back then. Yeah, <laughs> they're always like lifting like a weight that you would just normally see a guy lifting. Well, yeah, I mean, you were in like a caveman outfit. Whenever you look at like those old strongmen pictures, like they're not even like ripped. They just look like almost like a doughy modern guy body. Yeah. I want to type in old strongman and old see what it comes strongman. in. <laughs> oh, it came up with everything we we're thinking of. Yeah, like the the um like daguerreotype looking pictures. Yeah, and they're like just these ripped dudes. Well, yeah, some of them actually bells. do look ripped, but I know some of the times they would look like kind of schlubby. Yeah, they would. They would actually look like kind of just like they were a big person, like a like a tall like kind of like chubby dude yeah instead of like being like a really muscular guy old time strong man training secrets Ooh, i'll see what it is we're talking about we want to know how the strong man came yeah like that guy like he he looks like big and yet his like arms look pretty like muscular but they're not like he's not like ripped like he doesn't have like a high definition to him no Speaking of high definition, Ryan, I am drinking this coffee today. Yeah? I was saying earlier that my, uh, now I forget what we even said, how our mind doesn't function. And yeah, I was exhausted from today. So sorry if I'm, uh, you know, 
zoning in and out on this episode, but I'll try my best. You with, will. With the help of this coffee that I've been drinking for the last 45 minutes, you know, it might start kicking in soon. The caffeine might give me a second uh, wind, if you will. But uh, anyways, let's continue. Gas up the tanks, Jacob. Hell yeah. And let's go into this adventure. Old-timey strongman. Yeah. How to lift incredible weights, perform legendary feats, and build unbelievable strength with the lost training methods of the Iron Game Greats. Is that what they were called? The Iron Game Greats? Seems like it. Hmm. Oh, (laughs) oldtimestrongman.com. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, How would you like to be able to do the impossible? Oh, how would you like to be able to do the impossible? Uh, I guess it'd be cool. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Should we do this training course right now? I mean, I'm not, like, necessarily interested in being a strong man, but... Me either. I I mean, doing the impossible, like, that could be anything. That's true. But how did they do it? And more importantly, what if you knew what they knew and trained like they trained? Could you become just as strong? Yeah, probably. I want to be the very best. I want to know know exactly what they did. Oh, here we go. I'll cut right to the chase. I don't really know how it happened. Oh, internet, you failed (laughs) us again. But modern strength training has become a B.O. ring. What? Yeah, Uh, it's boring. Oh, boring. Oh, I thought they were like a B.O. ring. Like Uh, a ring where there were a bunch of sweaty men. Yeah, I don't know. Like the carnival and circus. Like it. They definitely, it looks like they tried to do some wordplay because it's capital B-O hyphen lowercase R-I-N-G bo-ring. Like, I think it's saying boring, but also like B-O ring. Like, yeah, like not the best uh, pun, but, uh, you know, it's uh, oldtimestrongman.com. What do you expect? They're boring and they stank. Fucking stank. But what happened to the passion, the attitude, the enthusiasm, and the soul of strength training? Uh, they're basically this website is just saying that they like working out hasn't evolved into what it used to be with the strong men. Like yeah. it's not, it's it's weak now. It's not. We're not doing what they're doing. Yeah, they're saying uh, <clears throat> things were better in the olden days. Maybe a boomer wrote this shit. <laughs> uh, maybe. Man, this, this website just keeps going on and on. It's tr- I'm trying to figure out the secrets, and they're like, we're going to tell you the secrets, but then it just keeps saying, like, some people say there are no secrets. Like, what? tell me what the secret is. <laughs> You're alluding to them being a secret. The ability to perform superhuman strength feats <laughs> would be a common thing, but that is obviously not the case. Stop! <laughs> Tell me how to do it. How about the finger points of heavy power race work, partial sandbag training, thick handled barbells and dumbbells, rope climbing, the one arm snatch, the two hands anyhow, the bridge press, phone book tearing, barrel lifting, or the human link? <laughs> phone book tearing. What happened to phone book tearing? Well, if you want to accomplish these amazing feats and more, many more like them. It will require specialized training knowledge. Knowledge that can't be found just anywhere. (laughs) It's repeating itself over and over again. But it can be found here. You'll also find vintage training techniques from the golden age of bodybuilding, Olympic weightlifting, gymnastics, and anything else having to do with physical culture. And uh, here it is, Ryan. All you need to know. Be sure to join up for our daily email strength no. tips in the box down below. It will no. be loaded with plenty of great old-time training information, classic <laughs> articles, and more. We also have plenty more surprises in store, so join today so you don't miss out. The internet's getting us again. It's another dang mailing list. Pretty much. I mean, they gave us no information in this at all. It just repeated the same thing. If you if you're reading something and it repeats the same thing over and over again, and just like gets your hopes up and then tears them down and then gets them back up and then tears them down again, just leave that website because you're yeah, in for I a mean, scam. And this is the landing page of this 
website. Yeah, this and is it's the like, first page. It's just like, oh man, this is like stupid as fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna get away from these cavemen and get back to the regular circus. This <laughs> caveman. Yeah, they were. They're usually wearing like that caveman outfit. Like a leotard? Yeah, like a leotard, but like sometimes it's like a like a like a lion pelt or something. And they're wearing <laughs> you've never seen one like that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like a stereotypical image of a strong man. Mm-hmm. But uh but uh I wanna I wanna know how, how the, the circus, circus first yeah. began. Yeah, how the circus <laughs> first began. And uh People also ask, uh, how did the first circus begin? <laughs> so that would say, that's an easy one. Yeah, that's, yep, right there. <laughs> there we found right it. under our noses. All right. Uh, beginning of the modern circus starts in the 18th century with Philip Astley, formerly Rick Astley, a cavalry <laughs> officer. Never going to give, never going to give. <laughs> from England. Oh. He opened in Lambeth, London on 4th of April, 1768. An amphitheater for the display of horse riding tricks. Mm. Mm. Started with animals. Started with animals. Ended, ended with, with animals. animals. Yeah. Ended because of animals. Animals ruined the circus. <laughs> if there weren't any animals in the start, the circus wouldn't have had to go away. Uh, yeah, then it could just be a tent with clowns in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that kid who is thinking that way grows up to be a butcher because he hates animals. <laughs> Well, butchers don't hate animals. No, I think they they love them. Yeah, they they respect them. That's true. That that is definitely true. And yeah, listen up, fucking uh, vegetarians and vegans. Yeah, butchers just because we good people. eat, just because we eat the meat doesn't mean we don't respect them. I mean, we respect the fact that they died for our nourishment. We do, and we carry on the circle of life. By consuming and then dying uh, and consuming. Speaking of... Going back to the earth. Speaking of consuming an animal product, Ryan, I gotta ask you an important question. What is that question? Like, a, a few months ago, there was some big old hype over this <laughs> crazy new chicken sandwich at Popeye's. <laughs> yeah? And... You know, I was like, whatever. Like, I heard that they kept selling out multiple times. I'm like, oh, I'm sure I'll try it at some point. Like, I wasn't, like, losing my mind to go try it. And then last week, I actually did have the perfect day where I was like, you know what? I could go for a chicken sandwich. I went to Popeye's and got that sandwich. Yeah, he got that sandwich. <laughs> took it home and unwrapped it. Took it out of its little paper slash tin foil <laughs> white bags from my hands you know i w- i wasn't like i wasn't hyped or anything i just wanted to try it and boy oh boy ryan yeah did i have my fucking mind blown really? you it was good it was the best chicken sandwich i've ever had in my life <laughs> really <laughs> oh yeah the popeye's oh, yeah. chicken sandwich Man. Is it spicy or is it like regular chicken? They have a spicy and right like the spicy one it just has like a sauce that's spicy. Oh, okay. Which I was even a little skeptical about that. I was like, oh really? It's just like a sauce, but oh man. It did not disappoint. Mm. Yeah, they're spice they used to have the sauce like the spicy chicken would have the sauce under the breading. Like it yeah, would, it, it would was, be seasoned with it. Yeah. That's what I thought it was gonna be, but it was just I mean, maybe it was a spicy piece of chicken. I don't know. Like, maybe they do the sauce and have a spicy piece of chicken. Could be. I didn't really... Look. That would be the best. That would be ideal. I couldn't believe how fucking good it was. I was like... Eating it slowly, like, fuck, I gotta make this last. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, when you take small bites and you chew them slow and you're just like, ah, savoring it. Yeah. Man. A person could get addicted to that. I kind of want to go try it now. Man. It was worth it. Is it worth the calories? If it had like 3,000 calories, I'd still be like, nah, I'll eat it once in a while. <laughs> nice. I'll just not eat anything else the rest of the day, but I'm sure it's not that bad. It's probably you. it's probably like 600, you'd think, like 500, 600. And the reason, oh yeah, the reason that I decided that day to go get it is because they've been like, 
uh, running the ad for it, like the, <laughs> the Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. And I'm like thinking back, like I didn't know it went anywhere. And then it has all these people like, like eating it and reacting to it. And a couple of them I recognize as like food reviewers from YouTube. Oh, really? And like everybody in the videos, like making such a big deal. I'm like, ah, oh, this is like, they got paid to like react, like, you know, like their mind is blown. I was like, it can't be that fucking good. And it was that good. Like, <laughs> oh, I couldn't man. believe it. I was like, man, they did not fucking lie. It's better than like a Chick-fil-A, a spicy chicken sandwich, you think? Fuck Chick-fil-A. Oh, okay. I've never liked <laughs> Ch- I've never thought Chick-fil-A was that good. And now it's like, man, if you eat, if you have that Popeye's one, you're going to be like, I'm never going back to Chick-fil-A the rest of my life. Really? Oh, man. I think so. Some people are like diehard Chick-fil-A fans. Oh, that chicken from Popeyes. I yeah, I do. Little Nicky was right. <laughs> Little Nicky was right. Adam Sandler was right. But Adam Sandler was never the strong man in the circus. At least I don't. He, think was, he was the runt of the litter, as far as his family was concerned. Do you know about Adam Sandler? Oh no! I mean, family? I mean, in Little Nicky, like he oh. was like the, oh yeah, the yeah, shrimpy, yeah. like you know, yeah. He was that. He was that metal kid that hangs out alone in his room a lot. I fucking love Popeye's chicken. <laughs> I love that character. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. I think it's an underrated Adam Sandler movie because, like, you go back and some of them are like pretty bad but like that one sticks out is one of like the best ones in my opinion at least one of my favorite ones so quotable so memorable just like my first time at the circus was it that memorable i i barely remember going to the circus you know what's weird is the thing i remember most about the circus wasn't the circus part it was like walking into the giant big top because like once you're in there like it's cool but like the outside of it looks so cool yeah i just remember like the smell of peanuts and like walking into this gigantic and animal shit no it wasn't that shitty at this one and and, you you know (laughs) that's probably why it was a good experience they must have had a really good cleaning crew but i think this was like this it was like a traveling circus so like they set it up and then they leave it there for like a few like i don't know however long the shows are like a few weeks or Mm -hmm. a few days and then they pick everything back up and pack it up and then leave again and then the circus is gone it's like it came and gone those so like maybe the animals only shit in like the certain spots that they're at and that's why there's not shit everywhere like if the animals were like constantly moving around it's like they they have to get in there and then they clean up and leave so it's like it's constantly clean i'm sure there's a whole like set of logistics that they had to uh follow to make sure that they weren't like shitting during the show but you can't really help and i mean i'm sure they did you know all the time defecate yeah <laughs> yeah they did defecate oh boy Let's go. The lions have defecated themselves again. <laughs> uh, just go on the circus Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. Good old Wikipedia. They'll know about the circus. Oh, they, looks like they're defining the circus right now. Click on origins. Ooh, okay, okay. In the origins section, we have in ancient Rome. All right, we're going really far back here. The circus was a building for the exhibition of horse and chariot races, equestrian shows, staged battles, gladiatorial combat, and displays, and fights with trained animals. Are you telling me the Colosseum was a circus? That's uh, basically what they're saying there, Ryan. That blows my mind. The circuses of Rome were similar to the ancient Greek hippodromes. Although circuses served varying purposes and differed in design and construction, and for the events that in- involved the reenactments of naval battles, the circus was flooded with water. I forgot about that. I've heard I I've heard that before, and it like blew my fucking mind when I heard that. Like they filled the entire center of the Colosseum and had ships, like reenact naval battles. Like that's. 
That's that's a that's lot like, of work. That's yeah. epic as fuck. I mean, I know they didn't have any other like entertainment, so there wasn't like people weren't investing their time in other things, so they had the means to make it pretty badass. And it, the fact that it was big enough to have like multiple ships inside of wa- a water-filled yeah, bowl essentially. They, they might have been like scaled down ships probably either way (laughs) like they're like canoes or kayaks there's like one guy in each of them wearing a little (laughs) captain's hat and they're like going at each other it'd be like the larping of naval battles and they've got like little tiny cannons that that are like toy cannons and they shoot a little yeah and oh and instead of the instead of the ships instead of the ships like getting blown up they just put like whenever they get hit with one of the little balls they just like put put up a little uh like surrender like red flag (laughs) and then they get out it's like the gym like it's gym class that's some good old slapstick Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, the Roman circus buildings were, however, not circular but rectangular with semicircular ends. Lower seats were reserved for persons of rank. There were also various stage boxes and for the giver of the games and his friends. The circus was the only public spectacle at which men and women were not separated. Some circus historians, such as George Spate, have stated these performances may have taken place in the great arenas that we call circuses by the Ro- the Romans, but it is a mistake to equate these places or the entertainments presented here with the modern circus. Mm. Others have argued the lineages of the circus does go back to the Roman circuses and a chronology of circus-related entertainments can be traced to Roman times, continued by the Hippodrome of Constantinople, not Istanbul, Constantinople. Istanbul, Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> that operated until the 13th century, though through medieval and Renaissance jesters, minstrels, and troubadours to the late 18th century and time of Astley. The first circus in the city of Rome was the Circus Maximus. Ooh, man, that man. sounds pretty epic. In the valley between Palatine and Aventine Hills, it was constructed during the monarchy and at first built completely from wood. After being rebuilt several times, the final version of Circus Maximus could seat 250,000 people. Whoa. God. Man, I cannot get over the name Circus Maximus. That's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fucking that's a great. That's badass. Uh, it was built of stone, measured 400 meters in length. 400 meters. This man. is way better sounding than that's medieval like, times, Man, dude. that's crazy. 400 meters? Isn't that like 1,200 feet? Yeah. And 90... I just did that math in my head, and I know that that answer was correct. <laughs> and I was saying yeah to that. Next importance were the Circus Flaminus and the Circus Neronis from the notoriety which it obtained through the Circean pleasures of Nero. A fourth mm. circus was constructed by Maxentius. Its ruins have helped archaeologists reconstruct them at Roman circus. Huh. Hmm. I like how the Circus Maximus was then constructed by Maxentius. What is with all these maximum people here? <laughs> it's like maximum at the circus. Oh, man. Like, I would not have thought that the circus came from essentially, like, coliseums where they would, like, battle and stuff. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't know. Because everyone knows about, like, the coliseum and, like, the like gladiators and shit. But I never knew it had. I mean, it makes sense that it's kind of, like, the first. And it, they clearly called it circus. So, yeah. I mean, that's, just that's like where, where it came term, from. Yeah. But, I'm curious about the modern circus and the contemporary circus. Uh, what did the circus become after that time? Well, go back up for a sec. All right. Uh, where it says, like, uh, Astley and British Circus, because that's, that's, like, the beginning of the modern circus, if you yeah. want to tell us about that a little bit. I do. The origins of the modern circus has been attributed to Philip Astley, who was born in 1742 in Newcastle under Lyme, England. He became a cavalry so <laughs> a cavalry officer 
or uh, constable, <laughs> who set up the first modern amphitheater for a display of horse riding tricks in Lambeth, London on the 4th of April, Lambeth. 1768. Astley did not originate trick horse riding, nor was he to the first to introduce acts such as acrobats and clowns to English public. So this guy didn't do it first, but he did it right. He was the first to create a space where all these acts were brought together to perform a show. Yeah, he was Ooh. like, come one, come all. Yeah, he just wanted to have a big old gangbang of different acts right in the <laughs> middle of a coliseum. All going Something on at the same like time. Yeah, it's like if you get bored, it's like different channels on the TV. Like you're sitting on the couch, you get bored and you flip between multiple channels just because, you know, you're, you're, you're not being fully entertained by any one thing. That's what it's like, because it's like you could watch the lions on the ground in the lion tamer, or while like that's going on, you could like switch your attention right up to the the trapeze. It's for people with short attention spans. <laughs> this guy got it. Yeah, he knew. So he people. was thinking of 2020. He nailed it. He did it. Yeah. Astley performed stunts in a 42 foot diameter ring which is the standard size used by circuses ever since. Mm, he started the standard ring, so it's the same size even now. Well, At, yeah. If it didn't go away. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Astley referred to the performance arena. There's still got to be one or yeah, two. Yeah, there's probably independent circuses still. Yeah. Astley pre- referred to the performance arena as a circle and the building as an amphitheater. These would later be known as a circus. In 1770, Astley hired acrobats, tightrope walkers, jugglers, and a clown to fill in the pauses between acts. Oh, man. Mm. He invented commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I guess in a way. He did. Good job, Astley. He invented the format for uh, uh, multimedia entertainment. As soon as somebody realized, man, you can eat popcorn at these things. They they started advertising the popcorn midway through the show. For only a hay penny, you can have a bucket of popcorn. Add in another and you can have a large, tall glass of lemonade. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool origin story. Yeah, I like that. Good job, Astley. But, never you gonna know, give, never gonna give. I don't think the original <laughs> circus was the same as what the circus became later no obviously not it definitely evolved yeah that's hundreds of years i call the circus artsy i mean a lot i feel like when you think circus you you don't think like crazy people when i think more artsy people when i think of when i think of circus i think of this (laughs) yeah and like clowns waiting for you in your closet there's your closet's at a circus. My closet is a circus with all the mess of clothes that's in there right now. <laughs> mess of clothes. There's like collared shirts. There's pants. There's multiple things in there. That's a closet for you. Yeah. One clowns, I assume. Yeah, and then if you yeah, you just like you move one of the shirts out of the way that's hanging up and then behind it there's like a secret door and this clown sometimes pops his head through. That's some people's absolute nightmare yeah <laughs> it's like the, the the in Coraline's house where she like goes into the secret door that she finds and ends up in the like that other world oh yeah the alternate version of her house it's like that except I haven't been I've been too scared to go into the room because there's always clowns there that's why I haven't worn a collared shirt in a while <laughs> scared yeah that's the reason that's, that's the reason anyway the Contemporary Circus, originally known as Nouveau Cirque, is a performing arts movement that originated in the 1970s in Australia, Canada, and France. There you go. You Ooh. said it was artsy. It's a, it says performing arts movement. Yep. Oh, man. The West Coast of the United States and the United Kingdom, they also contributed. Uh Contemporary circus combines traditional circus skills and theatrical techniques to convey a story or theme. Mm. Mm. Compared with the traditional circus, the contemporary genre of circus tends to focus more attention on the overall aesthetic impact and on character and story development and on the use of lighting design, original music, costume design to convey 
thematic or narrative content a uh, content so yeah mm. it's like more like a like they have a storyline that you get to follow throughout the show and it's so this is more like Cirque du Soleil I think it seems like it's sort of like a play yeah which that's not what I th- like that's not what I ever thought of when I thought about the circus I mean the circus was always kind of like a, a play just without a storyline it was a play with only characters yeah I mean I guess it says thematic or narrative content yeah so thematic could be like loosely uh you know like cohesive as like a a narrative yeah basically like the circus what i think of is like an extreme uh like uh, an extreme gymnastics show like that's what it feels like to me with the tight rope walking and the the guys that the swing on the trapeze or girls and they're like like handing each other off can you imagine throwing somebody through the air from hanging on a post uh no you're literally hanging on a post by your legs and you throw somebody through the air possibly to their death if they fuck up yeah yeah i can't imagine like being like all right we're doing this or like to be the person being thrown like all right i hope the trajectory's not off Hope my geometry <laughs> brain is working well today. Yeah, and they're like they're they grab they lick their finger while they're midair and like they check yeah. the wind the wind resistance and they're like oh, it's about forty five. Uh, the wind resistance. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, what way is the wind? It's it's uh, the wind's blowing northeast. The wind that's inside of the circus tent. Yep, because it's it's there's enough wind to throw off the trajectory of the jump, and you can't throw off the trajectory. I'm sure it would feel pretty amazing to do that stuff because it's like the closest you could get to like flying. Yeah. Well, that or like, I don't know, skydiving with like a wingsuit or something. But I wonder if they're ever still scared. Like, have they just, are they, because I feel like every time you would have like this kind of anxiety over, oh, I might drop them. I don't know. They probably didn't think about that aspect of it as much because i feel like if you would get in your own head that would make it worse i mean because if you think about like when you're trying to do like a skateboard trick or something like you have to like commit like you can't think of how it might fuck up or how you might fall because that's when you'll fuck up you know that's true do you think that like skateboarding like do you think that a trapeze would be an activity people do in their free time like, is that no, just like I, a career or is that like something you could like some people just do at home as or like, well, in a not gym at home. As yeah, a, there's like gyms for like that type of like gymnastics type stuff. Like, have you ever seen the videos of people at the trampoline parks who will like uh, jump like they'll like throw themselves off a ledge land on their back on the trampoline and then they'll like run up the wall back up to the ledge that they jumped off of. What? It's fucking badass like when you see people doing it it's like oh man that that looks really fun but it's probably incredibly dangerous yeah it It, has to be it kind of looks like parkour but like on trampolines that seems like it would be fun and parkour looks fun too but when you think about it, you hit the ground pretty hard every time. Like that, that part doesn't go away. Well, you just get more used to it. Yeah, you see uh, one parkour fails compilation video, and you're like, "Yep, never doing that." Yeah, so there's like people falling off buildings and shit. Yeah, or they, or they'll like go to jump over something, and like their toe will get caught, and then they like smash their fucking jaw into a concrete. Yep, that's like, it's oh, not for me. Oh god, you just. You lost like most of your teeth and had to get your jaw wired shut like that. I, I just I've never met anybody that I, this is going back to this the trapeze thing. I've never met anybody that has been like, you know, I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna go do trapeze like as their hobby. You know, like not. I feel like there's not many people that do it, so this has to be a super rare skill. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty niche. Like, plus it's like really dangerous, so. You kind of have to be an adrenaline junkie a little bit to even want to do that. Do people trapeze for fun? I need to know. (laughs) Flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Oh, that's like the only one. A beginner's guide. I mean, I guess there has to be beginners. I just thought, like, is there somewhere, like, you know, like... Well, look at the images there. 
It looks like looks like there's places that people like practice it outside. Yeah. I bet they do that shit in like Australia or Prob- New Zealand. They they do all kinds of bat shit crazy stuff. That and I I guess, you know, people do like Ninja Warrior as a hobby. Like they like build obstacle courses and do them. Oh yeah. So, and that became a big thing cuz they did like American Ninja Warrior. But when are we going to get American Trapeze Warrior? Look at the name of that article. If you do one thing this month, try Trapeze Fitness. What? It's it's on the Guardian. I would probably try Trapeze Fitness. That sounds fun. And like uh, the cool thing is now they have like ropes attached to you. So oh, yeah, like, you're like you harnessed fall, in. If you fall, it's no big deal. You don't die. Or you don't even have to fall into a net. You just don't fall. Which that's... Well, it probably slowly drops you down into the net. Oh, uh, you mean like, it's not just an immediate like <clears throat> like it 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 brings you out. So I mean, I say. I've seen people doing it where they don't have a harness and they just if they fall, they just fall into the net. They don't yeah. really think anything of it. It's like uh, bouldering on, on like rock climbing. You're not attached to a harness, but you don't go up that high because if you fall, you actually fall. Well, yeah, of course you fall. Yep, it's called gravity. <laughs> yeah, but there when they do, there's like high rope, like you use the rope and then you can't fall. So yeah, well, yeah. What's the point of doing it if you can get like horribly, you know, injured? Like if it's supposed to give to, people a great dang show. If it's supposed to be fun, then greatest like, show in the world. <laughs> there's a. There's uh, an article down there that says that one want to run off and join the circus. Woo! This looks like this looks like a circus pinup girl. This is what I would if the circus looked like this. Yeah, it looks like it'd be really cool. It looks like burlesque. Well, yeah, this image that she's like a girl on a swing. Burlesque circus would be so cool, like trapeze. So, got the. Circus culture in Ithaca, New York. You can go. That's that's pretty good. Uh, the Boulder Circus Center in Boulder, Colorado. So New York, Colorado. Vermont, New York, New England Center for Circus Arts in Brattleboro, Vermont. Now there's there's a lot of places for the circus, but I never see circuses. What are these circus schools doing? <laughs> Gamma Phi Circus in Norman, Illinois. Circus Warehouse in Long Island, New York. Um, and that's it. Oh, there's only five on here. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there aren't that many circuses or circus schools you can go to. But I would think like number five on the list, the uh, Long Island City, New York, Circus Warehouse. I feel like that's... That's got to be like a great. That's got to be a cool it's, place. It says they get major bragging rights. The greatest showman cast, including Zac Efron, uh, Zendaya, and Yahya Abdul Mateen II, trained here for two months. If you're serious about breaking into the circus, Circus Warehouse is a year-round intensive professional program for students who want to perform in in circus, theater, I and cabaret. Know. I did not know Zac Efron was a. <laughs> Well, it sounds trapeze artist. It sounds just like it's uh, a place where you can learn how to do like theatrical arts. That's not like a college, you know, because mm-hmm. it says you can learn to juggle or like do bur- burlesque, uh, whatever. Oh, and ages eighteen to sixty-three, you can do this most of the most of your life. It just says uh, some of the people that attended were between the ages of 18 and 63. So it's, if you want to be a, a show a show person. If you want to be a show girl. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get to the circus warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Or one of the other four places that we mentioned. Or you could just look, up it, look it up on YouTube. You yeah. could probably make a homemade trapeze. I would guess. Well, they mentioned juggling, and at one point we (laughs) 
found some cool things about juggling, but you know what? We'll just save that for another time. Yeah. Because it, it's pretty cool, but it, it fits better with a different category to me. So is it, what else do we need to know about the circus? Like, we got, well, we learned, like, the history of it and what, what happened to it. We need to know what an experience at this, like, what is the circus experience? Like when you go to the circus, what do you what what do you actually see there? Yeah, just uh, try to find like a cert like an existing circus that we can go actually go see now. What is the circus? What's the circus experience? Oh, well, you got LasVegasCircusCenter.com at the top. That seems like a place where you can go to a circus. Probably. If it's in Las Vegas, it's probably a pretty big show. Oh, oh, that's... Oh, okay. This is a place where you practice. Wow. One of the places we just looked at on the other website. Yeah, the circus experience. And it's a picture of, like, a nine-year-old girl, like, hanging on a trapeze and screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I would be, too, but she looks like she's having a dang good time. Yeah, it seems like a fun scream. It's kind of like indoor skydiving. Like, I feel like it'd be that a similar experience to that be like really fun but something you probably wouldn't do very often thirty dollars per person first time only oh after that sixty dollars per person and it's for a 90 minute uh like class Ah, okay that's that's not bad oh wait it says uh experience is based for those of eight years old and above the five Mm. to seven are allowed the person okay eight and above never mind okay so that's so, not what we wanted, but there's another place you can go. I want to know what it's... Let's just type in... Can I go to <laughs> the circus, please? Whose dick do I gotta suck to go to a fucking circus? Barnum and Bailey's. In the bathroom. What is the okay? What is the future of the circus in America? It's it seems like it's you can't just buy tickets to the circus. Like you would think, like Ticketmaster or something would come up. Like oh, circus. Yeah, just type in circus tickets. Yeah, I would like to go to the circus, please. I would like two tickets. Dear Internet, may I go to the circus? Ooh, Loomis Brothers Circus 2020 right. tour. So there, there's stuff that you can see. Oh, Nitro Circus. That's a different oh, kind of Oh, they probably have a death ball with motorcycles yeah. inside of it. Yeah, Nitro Circus is cool. And we got the peaking acrobats. Oh, they're like balancing chairs on their chin. And these are things that we actually could go to. All right. Well, let's look up Loomis Brothers Circus review. Loomis? Mummus. I want to know because Loomis. Oh, it, it still came up. Goldstar.com, a review of the Loomis Brothers. I hope somebody like left a comment and said like what it is, because then we can we can read out how their experience at the circus was. We got the circus experience. Yeah, we even got reviews. All right, so like from people that went. Oh, I don't know if we're looking too good. Well, okay, <laughs> three three and a half stars. Oh no, no, four stars. And uh, it says the arena was small. There were bleachers. However, they were full when they opened the floor seating. So I sat with my kids in the front row. They had tigers and elephants. The performers were great and very entertaining. My daughter loved it. She loved it. Nice. Hmm. Oh, they even gave us an age range. 13, 5, 3, and 1. Oh, that's that's all of her daughters. First uh, there's a one star that says bought her tickets and there was no seats to sit on. Oh, that's what she was the saying. The event it was, was grossly oversold, very poorly managed. Damn. It's because they only have bleachers, so they don't... <laughs> that one says the value was okay, but the quality of shows was not good. There was no organization of seating, so those people that came later had to hunt for a seat and ended up standing. Oh, so if you go to the circus nowadays, you better get there early or you're not sitting down for the show. Well, that's if you go to this Loomis. Or is that what it? Is that the one that it was? Yeah, Loomis. All right. 
oh, this is kind of crappy. Like, the main event was okay, but customers for 8 p.m. couldn't enter at that time because they were oversold the capacity of the arena and forced them to attend an extra show at 9.30. <laughs> so they made them wait an extra hour and a half. Wow. Loomis. This is this is what happened. <laughs> you see what happens, Loomis? Uh, Garden Brothers Circus. Okay, what's uh, what's uh, P King? So let's look for more events. I want to know about a good circus. If there, <laughs> if, if there even exists a one. good circus, <laughs> Chippendales came up. Um, I mean <laughs> Chippendales is a circus, circus of cocks, <laughs> all dancing around in their bow ties and their bandana hammocks. And seems like the P King acrobats one. That's like uh, just at a theater. So like it's that's yeah. Kind of like a circus. I want it to be like a pop-up circus. I don't know, man. Subtronic Cyclops Invasion. There's Aladdin Shrine Circus, but that's at an expo center. That's They're probably mostly at expo centers now. Yeah, I don't know if there's any that would be... An actual tent. Yeah, like an old school one. I've been to a tent one, though, and the fact that tent circuses aren't around anymore makes me upset. Can I go to the big top, please? <laughs> please. <gasps> Can I go to the big top, please? Oh, wait. An event came up. I a doubt. A night under the big top. It's at a raising gala. Oh, God. That's... Man. Big top circus. Circus world barber... Baraboo. Circus world baraboo. Oh, wow. Wait, we may have found it. We re-stumbled upon a, a circus uh, gold mine here. It's circusworldbaraboo.org. Mm. Big top Giddy circus. up, buckaroos, and head over to Circus World's western-themed big top <laughs> show featuring elephants, horses, dogs, goats, and plenty of other critters. Astounding feats of the Daredevil thrills take place before your eyes with Europe's best acrobats, jugglers, aerialists, plus America's most remarkable clowns and the very finest equestrian and mixed animals presenter. Look, Ryan, there it is, the big top. We found it. We can go to the big top. It's actually a big top. Damn. You did it, Circus World Baraboo. That top is big. Now, okay, like this is cool. If you go to this as a kid, this is the thing you remember. You don't remember the show. You don't remember the food. You don't remember not being able to find a seat because it was too crowded. <laughs> you remember the sight of the big top and the excitement going in just to realize your dreams were dashed and it was boring as hell. <laughs> wow, you like got real passionate and then like totally like took a left turn yeah that was the whole point but in, in reality in reality in reality the show is not bad i'd say that it is it's it's a feat and it's a well yeah it's I fun mean, to watch nonetheless and the peanuts are good i would say that like the reason i don't remember the circus is because like i was probably too little to to be able to rem remember it now like i was you know had to be Younger than 10, I would think. Like, I don't remember going to a circus any time after, like, 10 or so. Neither do I. So that's probably why I don't think it's memorable, because I don't remember most of my life from when I was a little kid. Um, I, I think I don't remember that much either, but I definitely remember going to a circus. Yeah, I know I went, but I just don't remember that it was like a show or had any type of like narrative or organization to well, it. Well, Jacob, when one day maybe when we're older and we have children of our own, we can take them to the circus and... Wait, you're telling me you can't take me to the big top? I mean, would, would we might not... be a little too big for the big top. Would we not fit in there? I don't think so. Would people think that we're creepers? Yeah, actually, I heard that if you go to a circus alone and you're not holding hands with, like, a child, <laughs> that the, the actors get mad at you. Right? <laughs> the actors? The actors in the circus oh, get mad man. at you and start to, like, give you, like, the stink eye during the show, and they're like, there's an adult here that's not with a kid. There's an unaccompanied like, adult. Yeah, there's an unaccompanied adult. So you're saying, it like... And then they start to, like, lure them into, like... like like an alleyway. So you're saying back and kick him out of the circus. 
Yeah, so you're telling me that it would be just as bad as if you went alone to a Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you, yeah, if somebody that was uh, older than 20 years old went alone to a Chuck E. Cheese, it's it's not as bad as that. That's a little okay. bit. That's, that's, what, that's what I was describing it as for the lulls, but that is, it's, <laughs> it, you could probably go to a circus alone anytime and nobody would question Well, it. what if, like, Two grown men were at the circus. As long as they have big, burly, hairy chests <laughs> and are wearing a leotard. No, I meant like if we went. Like you That's, think yeah, people? You would... don't think we would dress up like that if we went to the circus? No, together? I'm saying you, people would think we're weird if we went. Yeah, and they'd think we were weirder if we weren't cosplaying at it. <laughs> <laughs> like a Ren fair. Jacob and Ryan cosplaying at the circus. <laughs> We're just like you're dressed up as a strong man, and I have like two heads, and then we walk in, and we're like, "It's the freak show." We're like signing autographs.